Welcome to the Quest Fishing Adventures podcast, season one. Hi guys, welcome back for another podcast. Um, if you're new here, welcome in. Um, if you're a returning person, thank you so much for dropping in and listening to my podcast. Um, today I'm fishing a, another new lake. Seems to be fishing a, a new lake uh, lately. Um, I'm fishing with my good friend Alex. Um, this lake I'm going to call the Noisy Lake. That's what I'm going to call. I'm going to call it the Noisy Lake. Unfortunately, yet again, I can't give away my um, exact location of where I'm fishing. Um, it's probably about three, maybe four acres. Um, it's got a lot of reed beds going around it. It's got an island in the middle, yeah, and it's proper carpy. Um, from what I understand, there's not there's not lumps in here, but there's some you know there's some fairly decent carp in it. And I've seen a few of the pictures, and some of them look like absolute stunners. So hopefully, I can catch one today. So let's see what happens. Okay, working round on the left. Um, Let's explain what, what I've got out on my rods. So, far left-hand rod. Um, I decided to go for um, two bits of uh, pop-up, like maize, <clears throat> sweet corn, fished over a bed of maize. Um, I just need to try and figure out what the carp like in I mean, I don't, that, I don't know. From, I haven't spoken to them really about this lake. Um, so, it's a lot of it's trial and error. So, yeah, that's uh, two bits of... Uh, Buoyant, like I say, maize sweet corn fished over a bed of like maize, some um, pellet, and some uh, tutti frutti um, like liquid on top of that. Uh, middle one, we got the good old favourite Atlantic heat fished over crushed Atlantic heat and a few like uh, 18 and 15 mil boilies. And on the right rod, currently, we have a pop up pineapple flish, uh, fished over with some. Um, I catapulted out some uh, maize just in the vicinity, whereas the other two rods, the, uh, the left one and the middle one, I've used the Manash Bushwhacker again to try and get uh, some pristine presentation. Uh, <clears throat> had a lot of luck on um, one of these other lakes with that, and it's yeah, because I'm fishing, all three rods are fishing on, on this massive, like, uh, reed bed island sort of thing. So yeah, that's what, that's what I'm doing there. So uh, yeah, fingers crossed I can get one out. Oh my god, guys! I'm absolutely buzzing. My middle rod just ripped, <laughs> ripped off. Then uh, the rod was just bent right round, <clears throat> and the fish just gone straight into the, like, the ball rushes, just exactly what I expected would happen. Um, I had to like put the pressure on, hold the rod up nice and high, keep the pressure on him to try and pull this fish out, and eventually he just popped out. And I was reeling him in, and I was thinking, this isn't, you know, this isn't a big fish. This is probably, it felt quite small, if I'm honest with you. It felt about, like, five or six, seven pounds, you know, if you could put a, a, a guesstimate figure on it, because it was just coming in. And then as soon as I got him into the margins, he just put up an epic little battle, and then took me, like, another, like, you know, maybe about six, seven minutes to play this fish and wear him out and actually net him. Yeah, so I get him in on the bank, and I'll tell you what, it's one of the most pristine commons that I've had in a while the colours on it are absolutely beautiful absolute stunner <clears throat> weighed her and she's gone £17.5 so right now 
I'll tell you what, I'm absolutely buzzing because the last carp I had now was like back end of August now. Um, so it just makes a change at the moment to catch a fish. And, you know, one of the exciting things about it, which I like to add in there as well, you know, we are fishing in October now. So, um, you know, it's definitely colder. So they do, they do snow. They are harder to catch. So I'm absolutely stoked. So, um, yeah, put it straight back out again. And um, fingers crossed, hopefully we can get another one. So Alex has just gone for a little walk around um, where I've got my middle rod out where I had that carp um, to try and see what was going on because like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hole in this sort of like island sort of as I said like where there was bull rushes around and he's come back and he's gone Lee mate I can see three at least three carp like feeding in there so I thought oh, mate I've got to go and have a look so <clears throat> I went over and had a look as well literally it's like, it's, it's like a short walk it's like it's like 10 metres away so it's not as if I'm leaving my rods. Um, yeah, I've gone and looked, and it's it's proper snaggy in there, and you can see like you can see the carp moving around in there. There's no way I can actually push my, even with my bushwhacker a bait in there because it sort of bends round in there. And if I get a fish in there, that's just it'll just be unfair on the carp because I'm bound to lose it. And you know, worst case scenario, it's going to end up with like a, a hook in its mouth or I'm going to rip its mouth a little bit. And I don't really want to do that. It's barbless hooks where I am. So I feel confident that the hook would pop out, but I just feel like I'd have to put so much pressure on to actually put it around that little bit of a bend and get it out. So I couldn't do it, but it's really encouraging to know that there's actually carp over there in a the swim. So fingers crossed so far, and hopefully I can try and pull, a, pull another one out. So um, what I think I might do is just, re-put the bait out again in, in like an hour hour and a half's time just in case because i just worry that because it's quite snaggy in there what if a bit of snag like a anything like a twig or anything has got over the bait and it's like masking it and stopping the carp from picking it up so i think it'd be worthwhile because i'm using the bushwhacker on that one certainly anyway it's like it's proper stealthy and i don't think it's going to cause much disturbance in the swim so i think that's going to be my tactic going forward um, what I'm going to do also now, there's another hole in the bushes, in the bushes in, on, on the reed bank on my left hand rod where I've got on the tip of it. I'm actually want to pull it in, a, in in a second and actually push that right into the back in that hole. It's quite a big hole and hopefully, hopefully they're, they're in there as well. I can't, I can't see movement from where I'm standing, but you like to think it's a nice hole in there. They're going to feel a bit confident in there. So it's got to be definitely a fish holder there. So yeah, and then my third rod. Um, which I've got on the, obviously the far far right. I'm not overly happy with that at the moment, and I need to try and decide what I'm going to do with that one. Um, I'm not too sure if I don't know. I just don't. You know, you get that feeling. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel right in my head. So I need to figure out what I'm going to do there. But I think meanwhile I'm going to redo my left hand rod, push that one right in there, and hopefully try and pull one out. And and, and then yeah. So yeah. Fingers crossed. Feel like I'm rambling a little bit now. So sorry about that. Just buzzing from that carp I've just had in. So yeah. All right, guys. So I shall catch you in a second. Okay. Right. I've now repositioned every single rod because I just I got off after like my last segment and I was like I'm just not happy with it all. So my left rod now um, is in that hole. I said I was going to do right, right in the middle, right at the back. And I've seen some fish move there now as well. So that's nice. And in there, that's all pucker. Um, and on that we've got um the pineapple pop-up now so that's the pineapple pop-up in there uh then moving around to the middle rod that's been repositioned in between 
uh, the two holes on the far bank and in there um, that's now the uh, the sweet corn uh, maize pop up in there and on the third rod in the hole and that's in the hole now where I had the fish from I've now put that right in there like they've gone right central because before I was just on the as you go into the hole on the left hand side I was on a on a reed that was just sticking out there but now I've put it right in the hole there where we've seen them carp and in there is the Atlantic heat so yeah, all positioned now um, it's looking super carp he definitely seen carp moving now in a couple of, of um, spots now on, on two of them so I'm super happy with what I've got out there so now it's just fingers crossed sit back and hopefully hopefully we'll get another one well it's been about probably about four hours now uh, since I had that fish before but lo and behold I've only just gone and caught another one same rod again same bait same spot well a bit further in this time um, a lovely, a lovely, pristine, dark common. Looks super nice. Only went ten pound though, but honestly, I am so stoked to be catching it. Lovely, honestly, I can't describe how dark it was and how beautiful. So yeah, super stoked with that. Um, I've definitely found a spot on this lake that definitely produces carp. Um, not, not really seen much else. Uh, on the other two spots now since I last said before, well, I could see some fish mooching in the in the other hole, but. I don't, I don't know, I don't know, they're, they're clearly, well, I've definitely seen them and they're definitely in that hole on the small hole on the right. So, yeah, I, I kind of feel right now I could just have be fishing one rod right now. And, but, you know, I'm obviously not going to, I'm not going to reel the other two in because, you know, if you can fish three rods, then why not? Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I've put it back, back out again, uh, exactly the same and fingers crossed and hopefully try and pick another one up uh, a bit sooner now. You never know. Fingers crossed. Well... I was just re-putting out my first rod because I thought, you know, that's sat there for a long time and I figured it was a, a good thing to, like, re-put it out. And um, so, yeah, brought it back in, put the bait on it, started pushing it out the whole length of it and then tipped it with the... I was obviously using the bushwhacker on that one, tipped it into the swim and, and then started to bring it back. And for some reason, it just got tangled up. So I was trying to bring it back and I was like, oh, my God, it was just, like, completely tangled. So Alex was helping me bring it back. And for some reason, it just then got tangled around the, the rod tip. It was a right palava. Um, when we finally got it back into the margins, it was like I was on the, the tip of the, the boards where I was just trying to sort it out. And my, my blooming middle rod went off. I couldn't believe it. So I struck into that straight away. And because of Alex was holding my other rod and it, it was, that was just dangling down in front of the rod I was trying to play. There was no room for it. The line went slack. And then the fish came off. Ah, oh, mate, I am so gutted. I've just lost a third, my third fish on here. Um, yeah, and it's and it was on a choddy rig as well. I've not caught a fish on a choddy yet. Um, on the pineapple pop up, um, obviously caught loads of fish on that, which I'll tell you about obviously in another story um, later on. But yeah, just gutted, just absolutely gutted to to have lost it. Um, I guess you could put it down to schoolboy error. It has to, had to have been my fault somehow along the line when I put it out in the bushwhacker and it's got tangled up you know I've obviously I must have tipped it the wrong way it's the only thing I can think of I've tipped it the wrong way and when I've turned it back I then started putting it back it's then like got tangled up within itself so my fault there definitely um but hey ho you know um I've got another two hours left here now um let's see if I can squeeze one out so fingers crossed guys
Well, I've had a result. I've only managed to get another one out. Uh, a nice mirror, actually. Put up a great fight, I must admit. When I hooked into him, I thought it was a lot bigger than what he was. Uh, only £8.11. Uh, but cracking fight, and it's so fantastically great to actually get free carp out on a, on a new venue. Uh, so, yes, that is well chuffed. And that one actually came on the sweet corn. Yeah, he was on the sweet corn. So, super chuffed. So, I've now had a run on every single rod now, which is absolutely fantastic. Unfortunately, the time is drawing in now. We've probably only got about another 20 minutes left to go. So um, that's about it, really. Hopefully, hopefully I can reduce one in 20 minutes. But time will tell, and I shall update you guys, hopefully, in a millisecond with another carp. Fingers crossed. Unfortunately, that's the end of the session. Um, no more carp, unfortunately. But I say unfortunately, I'm super chuffed to, you know, have caught, well, put three carp on the bank, um, lost one as well. So, yeah, three carp on a new venue. Super happy. Um, Alex unfortunately didn't get anything no runs at all um, and I don't put it down to bad angling at all in the slide because a- Alex is a really good angler um, I solely put it down to the, to the swim I was in I, I was definitely in a really good swim without a shadow of a doubt um, he was exposed to other anglers on the lake whereas I was like in more or less in a cove so you know I, there was no interference from other anglers like putting out bait you know casting out rods etc etc whereas unfortunately he was in that situation um there's there was quite a few anglers throughout the day that came on the lake so there was a lot of rods that you know that went in there's a lot of people recasting quite a lot so I think you know I my honest opinion on that is that it, it did push the carp into those areas where you know where they know they can't you know get touched where they feel safe and definitely that the swim I was in was clearly clearly a holding area for the carp you know and it was it's just because it was only me casting in there and I was using the my, you know my bushwhacker which is super stealthy that you know it, it wasn't disturbing the swim at all in the slightest and I guess that's another thing I want to pick up on them um, like once again the bushwhacker's just done the job it like when Alex said you know when he first saw them carp you know um in my swim in a in an area where you can't cast the bushwhacker was straight in there and I'd, I'd said before I mean I couldn't go all the way in but you can push it in a lot further than you can cast drop your bait uh on top perfect presentation and a little bit of bait on top especially with the liquids because I was using liquids again today so um I like put all the bait in the bushwhacker and just squirt all this liquid in as well and it's just guaranteed that's just going to fall down you know on over your bait and everything you mean you can't cast out liquid like that not that quantity you know that all stoops in and I think that it eventually you know will and it does pull the carp out you know out of out of their comfort zone and um, but bear in mind I'm, I'm still in the hole anyway so it's it just it just increase your chance so i put it down to that the reason why alex didn't catch and the reason why i did um i think if i'm honest with you i think i only i mean i could be wrong you, you, i can't go by this like you know but i think i only heard one person have a carp on the lake it did sound like that someone had a carp run but you know i can't say that some people like well normally when i go fishing i have my my alarms quite low because i don't have other people hearing them so that could be the case you know around the lake so i can't really comment on you know if anyone else had any other carp i think someone had one out but um yeah that's 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 my thoughts on that so yeah overall very happy to have caught on every single rod uh different baits two different rigs uh and ultimately on a new venue um talking to alex and we're definitely 110 percent going to go back there um 
it has to be done where we do want to try other, other swims out but that swim i was in in today we will definitely have to be going in that one again for sure um can't remember if i said this before already now but did find out the biggest carp in there is just a touch over 30 pound uh seen a picture of that and it absolutely looks like a complete stunner so i kind of really want to i really would like to put that on the bank um or alex put on the bank but I, obviously I'd, i like it you know if, if it was me but um but I support my mate anyway, obviously, you know what I mean? So it'd be great if he could. Yeah, so yeah, the biggest fish in there is a touch over 30. So that'd be an excellent capture to get as well. Um, we're, we'll see how it fishes like, properly going into the winter. You know, it might not be a winter water. You know, some aren't, some some are. Um, and hopefully the winter weather will turn off a lot of our wranglers as well, which will then give us ability to go on there, uh, prop up in a swim, and if it's no good, you know, move on to another one and try and find the carp and, and fish for that way for them. Hopefully um, that'll be the case. It's going to be good water then and not a lot of people will fish it. So, yeah, that's where we are with it. So happy about that. Um, going to leave this, this podcast here. I really hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, as always... Um, if you've got any questions, comments, or advice, anything like that, you know, drop us an email at quest.productions at hotmail.com. Um, thank you very much for tuning in, and I shall catch you guys in my next podcast. Cheers, guys. Take care now. Tight lines. If you're not done already, guys, you could do me a massive favor and hit me up on Instagram. Just search Quest Fishing Adventures. On there, I'm uploading some photos and some short videos. You can also ask me questions or give me some advice too. That would be absolutely mega. Anyway, take care of yourself, guys, and tight lines, and see you on my next podcast.